OTB Rugby. It was a case of it's going to be really difficult to beat this Gloucester team at home here. Uh, but we owe it to the fans and ourselves to get a performance. It was a very emotional kind of Friday night meeting. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball. We wanted to touch on the fact that uh, Jordan Henderson has now been confirmed the worst kept secret in sport. He's uh, gone to Saudi Arabia um, for a, what I would describe as a money smash and grab job, mm-hmm. get in, get cash, get out of there. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo showed them the way. This is, we can do this. We can go in, knock a couple of um, really good years out of our career for um, money-wise anyway. Messi obviously was doing it with his endorsement of Saudi Arabia, even though he didn't eventually take the playing move. We shouldn't laud him too much. Like He was definitely uh, there supporting as an ambassador. Beckham took the dough, obviously from Qatar um, during the World Cup as well. Henderson, now you've Benzema, obviously, for me, no Kante. Yeah, Mbappe the, turned it down. Mbappe was like a cigarette paper away from just doing it. So, yeah, again, so. like, I wouldn't, you know, yeah. I saw somebody saying, like, you know, I can't believe that, you know, he's um, turning down the PSG, uh, the, the righteousness of PSG to make a move to Saudi Arabia. So, you know, look, we're the source of money. You're at PSG, of course. Um, the list is going to get bigger and bigger. And, like, you know, where this, uh, where is it going to end is really up to the Saudis. Do they have the desire to continue to attract the world's best players to Saudi Arabia? Because the players are going to continue to say yes, right? Like, I don't think there's any doubt about that. When that mm. eye-watering sums of money are on the table, I think they're just going to keep saying yes. So I think... Obviously, a lot of the fallout of the Henderson stuff has been his support of the LGBTQ plus community, the rainbow laces, the rainbow armband, the, you know, hand-wringing around the World Cup. And we want to take all these stances and bad old FIFA aren't going to allow us to do it. And like, it just turns out it was all nonsense. Like, and I do think that the worst mistake that we make, and I fall into it in the same way that everybody else does, is investing too much in the righteousness of players who ultimately, and I don't overly judge them because like we can have a conversation and most likely will know about whether well because it always comes back to well would you do that Mm -hmm. and I don't know like it's a crazy hypothetical situation I wouldn't overly judge the players that are doing it because the sums of money are crazy and like if somebody offered you that money your first response whatever way you look at wouldn't be I'm not doing that yeah it's what do I have to do you're going to sit and certainly have a think about it for a little while so uh, where you end up after that, who knows? But I do think that we need to stop falling into the trap of investing too much in, like the Henderson case, just proves this now. No more like um, go, go man Jordan Henderson or whoever the next person will be who's wearing the rainbow laces or wearing the rainbow armband um, because it's paper thin. Well, it shows that all that support is completely conditional and um, completely circumstantial, depending on where you are. Like <clears throat> it's not really support. I think it's probably the point I'm making. That's the hope. But objects. yeah, it's not support if um, you can be bought, essentially. Mm. Um, you look at that, and I accept your point that they're huge sums of money and players, I've heard the case made before that you know, you've know you only won career, so you have to kind of um, take what comes and take the best opportunity. Yeah. But I remember Jer said a quote one time that it really stuck with me. Are you not a citizen of the world? Do you not understand this stuff? Do you not go like... All these people who end up going to Saudi Arabia, the question or the response is always, I'm here for football. I'm not here. I'm not here for politics. Um, That's not what I'm doing. I'm a footballer first. Um, I'm not here to field all those questions, which I don't think is good enough, really. I think these are social um, questions that are in our society. They are 
I would say the LGBTQ plus community, especially in a club like Liverpool, would make up a sizable part of that supporter base. Mm-hmm. So you can't look at a move like that as anything other than a middle finger to them, really. Yeah. That's the point. It's it's not so much a case of, well, how how much are your principles worth? It's that, you know, your legacy is that all of that work that you've done to support that community is gone now. And Thomas Hitchelsberger made that kind of illusion in his tweet yesterday, excoriating Henderson, that it's not even a case of I'm not supporting them anymore. It's that all, everything that I'd done up to that point was meaningless, absolutely meaningless. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a few strands to it. Like when you're saying there, Cameron, that they're there for football. Like I often wonder the standard in Saudi Arabia. If you're there for football, really you could go backwards playing out there. Now, a lot of these, you know, players that are going there might be coming to the end of their careers and it might make sense that way for them. And okay, they look at the money. We have some players that are going out there, Jada in particular from Celtic. He's only 24 years of age. He's on the cusp of, you know, getting in the Portuguese team. And now he's gone out there. So you look at that as well of of where is his career going to go after this? Mm -hmm. And obviously morally then as well. Like, you have a short career, you've won life. Like, I think you do need to look at your own morals and what's important to you in life because at the end of the day, football is just football. And, it, you know, are you going to be happy if you're, you've all this money in the bank, but really morally, your your family, I'm sure there's a hell of a lot of people within your, your family circle that have so many people within that community, you know, that are going to be disappointed by all of this. I'm sure himself, other people as well. I'm like... I'm sure immorally they they have to be a little bit like this this isn't right. He, you know and I think that point is spot on and he has lit he has set fire to all of that. Jordan Henderson now. So he has gone I'm an advocate for you you've no voice and I'm going to be an advocate for you and I'm going to you know publicly really publicly stand behind you and say that I'm in your camp and whatever support you need I'm here for you. And he just went up in a puff of smoke. He went there's a trailer load of cash over here and I'm going to take it. The the, I hope that like even the players that are saying ah, this, I'm doing this for football like it's the, the live golfers who went for to grow the game piss off like yeah, yeah. yeah. you know they've subsequently you, admitted no not really <laughs> yeah and it never was like it's you know but then but, you look what happened there like and Rory McIlroy was, was so outspoken about it all and in the end he looked like the one who was the idiot in the end yeah oh yeah like, do we expect too much? Do do we on that point of like investing in the rainbow laces and the armband and uh, bending the knee and all that sort of stuff? Do we expect too much? Is that is that something we should stop? Is the is the Henderson case evidence that we should stop expecting sports people to be advocates for stuff that we know by and large they couldn't really give two hoots about? We don't know that, and I think sport is so powerful that. We need to take these stands. We we have to speak out at these moments. I think I would like to say majority, maybe I'm just living in a bubble, but I would like to say that the majority of them who do speak out and, and take these stands do mean it. Like Un- Until until the trailer or the cash arrives. That's my point. Like, I think, he, I'm sure Jordan Henderson meant all that, right? Yeah. And I'm sure you mentioned before we came on air about the video that was the black and white of the armband yeah. the rainbow armband and stuff I'm certain that Jordan Henderson woke up or whatever saw that video and went oh Jesus yeah but, he wasn't but, told about so that I'm sure he meant all but that he signed but at up, the same time he knew what he was signing up setting a match yeah. to all of that oh you yeah. no, no possibility to go by the way I'm still with you that's bullshit like, you that's wave gone, your right to have any say 
in what they do from that point on. And your point on do we expect too much of athletes? I don't think so, because we are all so familiar of how big a cultural phenomenon football and sport more generally is and how much of a platform it is for certain cases. And we've seen countless times in history athletes using that platform to champion a cause, rightly or wrongly, sometimes there are other causes that we don't agree with, but they've been able to use that. And that's kind of gone away just a little bit over the last while because of the age of social media, I think, and the water battery and you said this and Jordan Henderson is a great example of a kind of you were a supporter of LGBTQ plus rights and here's you saying such and such and we've seen loads of players going I would never go to Saudi Arabia or I support this and then end up going Mm. but the problem is if players and managers aren't using that platform others are which is why I think Just Stop Oil have been really successful and gotten people's wicks so easily by using sports events because they recognise that it is a massive opportunity to get your message out there. So if players and sport is still going to be used for causes, I don't care. And that whole notion of sport and politics not mixing, I think is nonsense. Um, But if players and managers aren't doing it, someone will do it Mm -hmm. and it will be very inconvenient for the rest of the sporting community. So you might as well take a stand, I think. I think, what's what have you to lose? <laughs> Where yeah. does this stop, though? Like, the, it's mm. so soulless. Mm. It, it's just, it's taking the best players out of, say, the Premier League and the likes. Like, I'm sure that's going to dilute that, too. And then we see them going to play this this standard that we're, we're told isn't great. Where does it end? Like, Unless they flood there, that league with, like... I know, and which no. they're, they're doing. Yeah. They're absolutely doing. Like, I mean, does that point become... You have to watch it, like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. It, fe- it does feel like a million miles away from that, like you were saying. Yeah. Well, maybe you don't have to watch it. The, the Saudi League and the Saudi clubs have clearly identified the general trend of um, how football is supported these days, mm. which is that it's players rather than clubs. So if I can sell an Al Etifak shirt with Henderson on the back or Al Nasser shirt with Ronaldo on the back that's just as good as Ronaldo playing for in fact it's probably better than Ronaldo playing for a Premier League club say like a United in terms of getting You mean globally like that there, yeah. that there are people around the world buying People will still wear those jerseys I think uh, You know um, They've I identified what sort that. of numbers That's actually a good point I hadn't thought about like I wonder I wonder what sort of numbers are they selling Al Atifak Is that the name that yeah. jerseys with Henderson on the back Yeah yeah how many they are but they tell even, see it now. even crappy there? replicas like yeah. knockoff ones it they, still gets the message across that he's playing for that club mm-hmm. and it feeds into what I think is becoming a trend in football and sport more generally of kids today and here I go sounding like a 90 year old man um, it's it's the TikTokification of sport mm that you just want the moments. You want to see Jordan Henderson absolutely wearing the crowd against insert Saudi team here. And that'll be Has your clip. Jordan Henderson recently, by the way. Yeah, well, that's uh, it. I yeah, don't yeah. know what they think they're Terrible getting. example. Um, <laughs> but like Ronaldo going through 10 absolutely yeah, yeah, terrible yeah, yeah, players yeah. because that's the stuff on TikTok with a song and go, oh, what a goal by Ronaldo. That's how you get to those, that fan base. And yeah, that stuff that I've seen on TikTok and I have seen it. Uh, you see the goalkeeper like oh, thumping the ground or sitting there so disappointed and you're like, what? Like, really? Are you like, serious? Like, come on now. <laughs> you know, how disappointed can you be that you're yeah. like this bog standard goalkeeper oh, and one of the world's best players is like against planted him. one oh. bastard. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, <laughs> I, acting acting right your disappointment <laughs> is uh, quite OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball.